0: I did. I don't care what you do, Kyle. I pressed play. We're breaking several laws in several states right now. Are we? No, I don't think so. I was going to say,
1: I think two people can meet, can't they?
0: If they stay six feet apart. I was going to say, <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to say it. I, was I don't say... know what the rules are. Yeah, I know you don't because you live in a goddamn bubble. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's been nice. I really hate you.
1: Welcome to uh, Recovered AF Podcast. Uh, This is 50% of the podcast. Uh, My name's Kyle. Aaron is the other 50% of the podcast. Coming with 100% of the fucking logic. And he's got a bad attitude. (laughs) He's terrified of the world ending. And quite frankly...
0: We're all going to die.
1: There you go, dude. So, Aaron, why don't you give a disclaimer? I know I doubt we'll even talk about recovery today, but yeah, whatever.
0: we're clearly, based on anything we you're yeah. going to hear us say or had heard us say, clearly not affiliated with any 12-step groups. We don't represent any 12-step groups, uh, nor should it be confused that we do. Do 12-step groups have opinions on stuff? They don't. They don't, don't have opinions on anything outside, I think, of what uh, – on anything
1: at all, really, right. yeah. So, like, if you and I have an opinion on this thing, that doesn't mean we're speaking for 12-step groups. Fuck no, it doesn't, yeah. Right.
0: This is just—if I'm, I'm, I'm speaking, I'm speaking about my opinion. There you go. I believe you're doing the same. I'm going to speak for your opinion as well. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> so, so so we don't—yeah, they, they don't have opinions on any of shit that's going on in the world. Right. And uh, they're not affiliated with anything. They're sure as fuck not affiliated with... Them. Even if we wanted to be affiliated with them, I don't think they would have us. I don't think they would. Yeah. They'd be like, eh, you know, make Got that it. face.
1: Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. You gotta say a lot of dumb shit on here. <laughs> make, I don't think nah, so. <laughs> we don't want any part of what you fucking <laughs> yak
0: yeah. locks are doing. Right? Yeah.
1: So... So yeah. that's the disclaimer. All right, dude. Right on. What's going on today?
0: The other disclaimers: I might be entirely full of shit, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Why? Well, it's, I mean, because last week you yeah. were freaking on the high horse talking yeah. about how great it is yeah. to not live in fear. Yeah.
0: Last week we were talking on the podcast, and <laughs> thankfully, we have a program of faith, and uh we don't have to be, you know, like um dominated by the world and the people in it. I think mm-hmm. I even used that. And then come about Tuesday, I see sh- shit starting to shut down, and I'm like, "This ain't good, man. I don't really like this, you know." And then I call you up, and you're like, "Nah, man. You're like, you're worried about San Francisco." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that doesn't really make any sense." All yeah, right, I was cool. like, "Do
1: you even know anyone in San Francisco?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you're well, like, I had family there. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, and and then uh, and then you're like, "No, no, man. We we put in our grocery order. They filled the whole order." I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just irrational fear." And then, like, fucking Friday, man, it all hits, like, the shit starts shutting down where we live. And I was like, I knew my fears were an irrational. They're shutting everything (laughs) down. Goddamn martial laws in effect. (laughs) Fucking freak out again. Call you up and you're just like I don't know, man. And I was like, "Fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, you're a goddamn idiot." <laughs>
1: you didn't have, you didn't want to hear anything I had to say. Nope,
0: did not. Did I didn't not really have much fuck. to say either. No, I was you fucking,
1: didn't. I was like I don't know, dude. I don't watch the news. Yeah. I don't have Facebook or social media. So yeah. whatever's going on, I'm in a bubble.
0: <laughs> which is like, which is nice. So I was off work on Thursday or Friday, not because of the quarantine, because I took Thursday and Friday off to. Uh, Watch basketball and the basketball tournament got canceled. Mm. And I tried to get those days back. I texted my boss. I was like, "Hey, that shit got canceled. Can I have those days back?" And they're like, "Nah."
1: Yeah.
0: I was like, "All right." Joke was on them. They had a bunch of people calling sick on Friday (laughs) and didn't have enough people to run their shit. Yeah, dude. I was glad. I I wasn't glad that that happened to them. I was glad because me in the past would have made a big shit fit about not getting those two days back. Mm. And then when we had a fucking snowstorm, I'd have been like, God damn it, why didn't I just keep my mouth shut? So in that aspect, just letting it play out as it was and not raising a concern one way or the other, I was like, yeah, whatever. That worked out pretty well. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. being stuck in my house, man, and and just spending too much time on Facebook, man, Uh, Facebook's cool, and when I see, like, getting to connect with my friends that live all over, and, like, just this morning, my buddy that lives back east posted an old picture of his son. It said, it's like, sometimes our children can be their own worst enemy, and it was a picture of of just exactly the right time of when he accidentally faced himself with a garden hose (laughs) and the water and the look on his face. It was so perfect. So, like, that shit, I'm all about it. Mm -hmm. The catastrophizing and the fucking... Spiral, fear spiral That everybody is all experiencing At the same time is fucking terrible, man Yeah,
1: dude, it seems like it would be too much Oh, dude, it is, man I'm so glad I don't fuck with any of
0: that I kept putting it down And then I would pick it up again And then I would try and make it safe By um, just time You can put people in a timeout On your feed for like Mm -hmm. 30 days And the people that were really Timeouting them Experiencing things worse than I was I, (laughs) I tried to Make myself a barrier from all of those people. Yeah. And I, time, I put them all on timeout. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm safe now. And then we get a message from the mayor like, we're shutting shit down, or the county is. And I was like, oh, god damn it. Yeah. And then I, I was like, and Amber was like, why do you keep doing that? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't dude. know why I keep getting on here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that was pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. What is your fear coming from? Um. You know because that's the thing I still have yet to understand yeah. not just with you with with just about anyone I could understand if um and I mean I I shouldn't say I don't understand it at all but like um you know because I have a a few family members that are yeah that are like could be yeah really affected by this if, yeah. a, if if they got it, that's so. not my fear at all. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, what no, your fear is? Because my I mom's
0: super high risk. She's been in, in the. She's had so many surgeries this year. She's in terrible condition. She's a lifelong smoker. Like, if anybody's at risk, it's her. Right. Like, that's not what I'm afraid of. I'm not afraid of getting ill. I'm afraid of the entire breakdown of a society as we know it.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm afraid of fucking mass hysteria. I'm afraid of the people around me and how they're going to act. And yeah, yeah. And that's like I think. That's what everybody's afraid of, though, honestly. Just looking at it, like, I don't know, man. And then we watched the thing on Sunday morning, uh, the Sunday morning show on CBS. We DVR that in case you were wondering, Kyle. Uh-huh. That's the <laughs> one I think I knew about. Yeah, it's a show for old people. Yeah. And uh, that doctor on there talking about people's irrational fears and the three things that lead to them. And it was like things you can't control, things, uh, thing god damn it now i'm gonna f- now i forget the other two but yeah all these three things make up a perfect storm of irrational fears and then you see it with people like bulk buying toilet paper and i stuff. would think
1: it'd be like things you can't predict or something like yeah. something that you're like
0: you weren't expecting yeah 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 <clears throat> and yeah i wish i had it and yeah so, like all three of those are making the perfect storm and i'm like you know, last year last week talking about living above the fray, basically. Mm-hmm. Even picked it as a topic at my DAA <laughs> yeah, meeting on Sunday. Um, that was more just because I was being lazy and didn't want to actually pick a topic. Yep. <laughs> and and I, I kind of like, had a feeling. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. this will work. Yeah, and uh, plus I already talked about it once today, so I know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, and so uh, and then talked about it there. You know, and 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 like, look. I mean, I'm not entirely full of shit. Those things still apply and still work, right? You know, and there's just been a couple a couple of moments during the week when all of that has flown out the window, and mm-hmm. I've just been overcome with fear and been like, "Damn it, man! Yeah, we're everything's going to hell."
1: That's interesting. Yeah. Because I, I haven't felt any of that. No, <laughs> I okay. don't know why either. I do. Why? Because
0: you live in a fucking bubble. <laughs> yeah, I do. You have though. no idea. That you have be. no <laughs> outside news sources and no social media. In your life, everything is exactly the same as it was a week ago. 100%. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So why would you? Yeah, and I'm going to keep it that way, Yeah, dude.
0: fuck you, man. I just hear... Um, I'll worry for you. Yeah. So I, will your mother, by the way. Yeah, Kyle.
1: She, she texted me today and was like, hey, did you see a 20-year-old in, in Laramie County? Got it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then I... the You know what I did? This is where I was thinking, and I'm not saying that this is correct or not, but I, last night, researched how many people have died from influenza A. Uh And uh, last year during flu season, over 30,000 people died from influenza. Yeah. And we've had like 300 people die from corona. So I was like, oh, okay. I think if we tracked just regular influenza the way we're tracking coronavirus, we might be in even more hysteria. Yeah. And that's what I told my mom. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Basically, if... If the news reported that a 20-year-old got influenza, hey, yeah, no one would give a shit. Yeah. They'd be like, wow, that's...
0: Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Well, the thing about the coronavirus is it's <laughs> This new. is
1: what everyone says.
0: Well, you know what? It's different, cuz... Well, we've never had it before. It's new, right? We get influenza every year. Right. Well, I mean, we have had a corona... This is not the first time we've seen a coronavirus. Just this strain or whatever. Yes, know? and so there's no immunity to it, so mm-hmm. it's scary.
1: Right. Well, and that's what I told my mom, because she was like, I think everyone's afraid because uh, there's no cure yet. And I said, based off of those numbers, I don't think there's a cure for the flu yet either. That's right. <laughs> 30,000 people are dying a year from the flu, I don't think we have a very good cure for that either. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm not trying to downplay it. I understand it. But I, uh, I think what the hysteria and the fear and then rational and irrational fear combined with... The unknown can, in the masses, can generate what's going on. Yeah, and I get it. It's like, cool, man. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna keep doing my thing. You know, yeah. I don't really have any control over what I,
0: anything else is going on. I'll be glad to get back to work on Monday. Yeah, I'm. Um, f- f- fortunately, I you know, like I've seen a, a lot of people um, unhappy about being in jobs where they have to work. I feel pro- I feel fortunate that I get, I'm considered essential. And, yes. Get to you still go to work every day because uh, I can tell you what's not good, and that's me sitting in my fucking house yeah. all the time.
1: Well, and I think that's happening with everybody. You know what I mean? People that are being asked to stay home, it's like they're staying home, they're watching more horrible news coming out, and it's like uh, it's not good. Like it, it fuels that uncertainty, fear, and the unknown fear, and it just keeps fueling it, and then people... Continue to react. It's yeah. I'm grateful that I'm just. I show up for work. I go home. (laughs) I hang out with my dog. You know, I got a simple life, but it's like it's pretty good. And we were talking about before the podcast. What is cool is this is like you said. Who would have thought that the way to get people out doing stuff is to tell everyone they have to stay home? Yeah. Because like I was, I went out. I took my dog for a run yesterday, and it was in the afternoon it was it was like 2 30 or so and there was a hundred at least people up running around up walking and running and yeah. playing in the park up kind of by my house where i take where i go for a run every day yeah and on an average day i might see four or five people and there was like a hundred and yeah. dogs all over and i mean so it is cool to see like people are getting active and stuff yeah i'm, I'm, I'm excited about
0: that Fortunately, Like, I think in, like, Italy, they, they can't even go outside. Yeah. Or, like, even in New York, where they're stacked on top of each other, those major metropolitan mm-hmm. areas. Fortunately, we live in a place with, you know, half a million people in the whole fucking state. So yeah. we can go outside and not have to worry about running into people. So, you know, it's safest for us outside. Yep. Yeah. And so, yeah, Amber and I took advantage of that and took the dogs for a walk. And I've never seen so many people in our neighborhood walking their dogs. Yeah, and just, dude blowing off a little steam and getting some exercise because mm-hmm. uh, just being pinned up inside or pinned up inside is uh that's a bad yeah. deal for me it's just not i mean uh, there would have been a time when i was just um much more fearful and lazy person than i would have just loved <laughs> to, forced to be stuck inside not doing anything and yeah now i gotta have some place for that energy to go amber said it right yesterday she was talking to her mom and she was like aaron doesn't do good staying at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's, she's right, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, I for gotta, sure. I gotta be out.
1: Yeah, and I think the the only I was t- talking to Megan about this last night. Really, the only, and it's not really a fear, and I'm just kind of like, that's gonna suck if that happens. Is my thought is that the, this is just the way the world's gonna react forever. Yeah, is like the next year there's gonna be a new thing, and then the world's gonna be in a fucking that's my irrational fear is like, this is what happens. And now we just things shut down and everyone's afraid to just yeah. live life and do all of this stuff. And it's like, well, that's a fucking shitty existence. If yes. you know, like th- this, this thing hopefully doesn't affect Megan and I's wedding in June, but you know, like my bachelor party got can't, like things are getting canceled, you know, yeah, my your bachelor, half
0: marathon got canceled. Yeah, my half marathon party.
1: bachelor party, like things are getting canceled. And it's like, I mean, I get it. If, I'm I'm not really attached to any of that stuff so it's fine it's not that big of a deal but it but my it was you know like Megan and I want to go on a honeymoon in September Mm -hmm. and it's like that might not be a reality now either you know and it's like what a shitty life if this is how we're going to react every time something comes out that's scary and and horrifying is we're just going to over publicize it and over and track it and by the by the minute updates it's like yeah. we don't need any of that shit man so and that's, that's what i'm worried about well and
0: that's a lot of what i've grappled with too is the the the, the dealing with this and the way it goes and it's uh, i don't know it's really sensitive it's a really sensitive subject because mm-hmm. um the people are that are, are at risk are, are the compromise right and yeah. the elders and so it's like i don't want to be an insensitive prick um you know and just uh say well fuck those people you know who cares i'm gonna go live my life and right right so it's not it's not that um it's also though i do have an understanding that um there's an inherent risk that just comes with living period exactly you know and so um um just i guess i don't want to speak as a as a society society as a whole but like uh you know i would hate to. I spent enough time living in fear and not mm-hmm. participating in life Yeah, out of fear. I wouldn't want, and I think this is just because it is different and new and, like, we'll find our way. We'll find the balance and we'll find our way through it as a society and a yeah. world. But, uh, yeah, nobody wants to just not live out of fear. Right. That's not living. No,
1: not at all. And that's what I'm concerned with is, like, the next thing that comes is going to generate all of this fear again and then it just continues to this is the way the world exists now it's like we we, things are normal and then something comes up and then everyone fucking panics and it turns into this huge thing and then we get over it and then it's the next one and then it's the next one and it's like whether it's the first you know it's just like i don't know it just seems like that doesn't that isn't the lifestyle I want to live. It's like, no. uh, I get that things have to get canceled and I'm, I honest to God, I'm like, I get it, man, whatever. Like I really don't care. Yeah. But it just is like, what a way to the what? hysteria that comes with that is kind of what, um, is nerving. Like, I guess I could say is a little nerve wracking for me is to think like, we're going to react this way now because now we're getting accustomed to this is how we react to stuff and we just shut yeah. shit down. And yeah, yeah. This is what we do now. And yeah, it's like, yeah. what a fucking, yeah, that's no way, man. You know, I was looking, fucking 3,700 people die a day from car accidents. Yeah, it's like there's people die, it sucks. That doesn't it's stop really us from having exactly, yeah. and it's really sad and it's unfortunate. And if we could fix it, we should do everything we can yeah. to fix it. But it also is like life is happening. And yeah. I don't want to not participate in life. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think it's just a, probably going forward a matter of figuring out what the appropriate, what is the appropriate amount of risk, right? Mm-hmm. To not do harm to others. Right. Uh, but yet to, con- I mean, what, uh, I mean, what is, you know, a, a life has to be worth living in, in order to, I mean, if not, what am I doing just existing? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this is, I don't, I, I feel a little uncomfortable even talking about it because I'm not trying to well yeah, be i don't insensitive or piss anybody off or downplay what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I agree. but uh I don't know. It seems um it seems like again in the world that I've been experiencing as far as social media, it's never the middle ground and it's and it, I don't know. The middle ground doesn't sell and the middle ground doesn't get clicks and the middle ground isn't isn't exciting, you know. It's mm-hmm. either one or the other. It's either uh, if you set foot outside your house, you're an evil bastard who doesn't give a fuck about anybody and you're trying to kill all the right. other people. Yeah. Or or, or I don't give a fuck. It's not going to hurt me. I'm going to go do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. And uh, which is probably, but I think the reality is more people are probably um, self-quarantined, not because they're being told to, but out of respect to everyone else. Yeah. And they're... Everyone, I think, for the most part, the silent majority are out there con- conscientious of others, mm-hmm. limiting their contact with other people, yeah, and just trying to find their way through this the best they can. Those are just never the voices that you hear. Right.
1: Yeah, and it was cool to see, like, t- this morning I was running in, up at the the lake by my house, and um, there was a, a significant amount of elderly people up walking. I don't know. It was, I'm like optimistic that like people aren't gonna continue to just live in fear and like i was saying to you it seems like things are mellowing out a little like even though the the count keeps rising or whatever is going on you know it's like the people are seem to kind of be mellowing out and we went grocery shopping this morning and got everything except for some green you know it's like the store wasn't completely destroyed like yeah i don't know i think things are gonna kind of start coming out of it so
0: the fear that precedes things is oftentimes as bad or you know at first and then everybody starts acting on that fear and then like you know things mellow out a little bit like Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes when i used to be dope sick i don't want to say the the fear of being dope sick was as bad as being dope sick cuz the reason why the fear of being dope sick was so bad is cuz dope sick is fucking <laughs> yeah. terrible yeah dude but i mean it, uh, the fear that came it was like a double punishment it was like right double dope sick was bad enough but the fear that preceded it was almost as you know mm-hmm. i was like i was getting the fucking double whammy yeah so yeah I, and and uh and and also like Figuring out what's sustainable, you know, we can afford a couple weeks shutdown probably as a whole. Mm -hmm. Although, I you know, I really do feel terrible for those that are impacted the the hardest. I really do feel bad for those people. Yeah. But um, at some point, we literally cannot afford as a country to just sit in our houses and wait it out, or we'll have more people in bankruptcy than we will. None of us will have jobs because nobody's going to be spending money on shit because nobody's going to have any money. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's going to, it'll just, I guess, eventually have to work itself out. Yeah. And work its way through the population.
1: Yeah. And I think that's where some of my, uh, at least for now, peace of mind has come from is like, uh, I have a belief it's going to work out. You know what I mean? Like, things are, it's going to, one way or another, something's going to happen, you know? Yes. And like, it's going to be something that I am not really in control of. And, the, and like we talked about last week, the nice part that the perspective that I have today is like, I'm not really, nothing really has changed. There's a new name for what's going on right now, but it still doesn't change the fact that I'm not really in control of what's going on yeah. in the world. So to just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm not in control of this. And I wasn't, three weeks ago yeah. either you know yeah, it's yeah. like I'm, this is just kind of what goes on in the world and I don't know maybe I'm maybe I'm the dumb one that hasn't um, taken it serious enough and I'm not saying I'm not I just like yeah, it is what it is you know for me I'm just like I'm gonna just keep doing my thing and it'll either work out or something's gonna change well so, you're not
0: you know hanging out in large groups and no, looking knobs. No. <laughs> no I'm not
1: yeah like I, I mean and I'm I you know I'm in my office at work i'm not yeah putting myself around dozens and dozens of people i'm not running around all over and it's like i work in my office go home exercise and go back to my house so yeah like i'm not yeah fueling more problems i'm just like i don't know shit will figure itself out
0: fortunately amber and i don't do shit anyway and don't hang out with anybody anyway yeah. so it's like well i mean i can't you know i probably would have been out out and about more mm-hmm. than i was yeah <clears throat> we got a to-go order from the restaurant we eat out all the time just because yeah. it seems like they could probably use the business
1: mm-hmm. and
0: so and and it was actually easier than it usually is way easier than it usually is to eat there on a friday night yeah. so that was that That's was all good. right yeah 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 and I- uh but yeah it's not like we don't do shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's
1: how Meg and I are. We're yeah. like, well, w- her and I work, work out, do stuff. You know, have yeah. sponsees or whatever, and then it's like seven thirty at night anyway. So, uh,
0: my home group though, we got uh, we canceled. <laughs> we can't. We postponed. I uh, probably indefinitely. they the county put a ban on public gatherings of ten or more, and we're not really a. I don't know. I guess we do meet in public anyway we'll probably just stick with the county recommendations mm. and then when that's left to look at reconvening because, yeah i think
1: the uh, recovery community as a whole is basically shut down there's one meeting i heard of that's still going to operate
0: so and maybe maybe that's i don't know maybe that's something worth talking since we talk about 12-step there's been a huge boom in online meetings that's
1: what i've heard yeah yeah, yeah. and like zoom meetings yes yeah, stuff. yeah meetings. that's what i've heard yeah, yeah. I haven't participated in anything, but uh, no. one of my sponsors, well, I don't. One of the guys that I used to work with, we still talk all the time. He he's been in on a couple of them in the last week or so, and he said it. it it's good. He's like, it's different, but it's it's fine. Yeah,
0: so. this is a bonus for me. I don't like going to meetings <laughs> yeah, anyway. And, exactly. I'm like, and now I don't have to. Yep. <laughs> this is fucking awesome. Yeah.
1: My home group meets at a, a public building bathhouse yeah we meet at a <laughs> at a library and um we we are closed our group is shut down till may 28th yeah they're not going to let us meet where we normally meet so yeah. i know some of the home group members are trying to figure out what to do but i think they had a meeting in the park yesterday i think they're having a meeting in the park today again but i don't know not not exactly my thing so yeah i mean i i would go here or there, but
0: uh, it's fine. One of the, and this is why we're not, um, what I'm about to say is why we're not a 12 affiliated with any <laughs> yeah. fucking 12-step groups. But... Uh, one of our friends <clears throat> um, invited me to this Facebook page about 12 step related. Mm-hmm. And before you join, you see all the posts for a while. And I fucking saw what was going on there and it looked like complete and fucking sanity. Yeah. A bunch of people telling other people what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is what I fucking hate about 12 step rooms. Mm-hmm. And this is the worst part of the fellowship. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to pass on that. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, this is what I actively try and avoid. Yeah. Well, so.
1: and I mean, for for me, this is beneficial, you and I meeting and talking about whatever it is. It's very
0: cathartic. I was thinking about that right. while I was talking to you.
1: Life stuff. And I mean, usually, even if you and I are just talking in our own personal lives, and we end up talking about trying to live recovered anyways, you know, even if it's not about drinking or drug use or coronavirus, we still end up trying to talk about, like, that's just where you and I end up getting to when we're talking. So this is nice. and. You know, I'll probably still meet with some sponsees and I'll just keep doing doing my thing. I don't know, the recovery community, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. It, again, it, it's I, like, geez, I don't know. Some people heavily rely on meetings yeah. and I would think this would be a really challenging time f- for them. And it's like, I feel for you, man, hopefully, you know, there's stuff out there if you get value out of this we've got step explorations and stuff on here where we we really do today we haven't really talked about it at all but typically we we'll get into
0: diving into some step stuff the nuts and, and the bolts of it yeah so because that's where it's at like for me yeah and this exactly. is a, like Pretty good example why. I remember when I was saying I did that 10 and 11 step study with Jeff and mm-hmm. uh, uh, since he's been on the show, I can say Ken was in on it. yeah And he was one of our first episodes. If you haven't listened back to Ken is the most interesting. I think um, our audio wasn't as good, but we did it on his thing. But yep. anyway um i don't know ken's just a really interesting person way cool um but another guy that did that with us he lived in a country where they didn't have 12-step meetings mm-hmm. I and mean, he listened there for he lived there for a while right and so what would that guy do you know what i mean yeah so like uh it's been really fortunate for for us that we're we're not heavily relying on the meetings and we're Relying on the program and relying upon God Yes And that's not to say that I don't need other people in my life I called you twice this week Full mm-hmm. of fear You know, I talked to Jeff several times this week Yeah Maybe I should have called my sponsor I don't know But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably didn't mean a good idea Yeah Um. Or, you know, and I don't I don't know if we're going to be able to meet this week We mm-hmm. usually meet in a public place and they're all closed so, Right And he texted me this morning But but anyway, like, uh, I don't know I think, I don't know what else My whole point was going to be, you know our podcast and getting into the nuts and the bolts and the steps because that's where it's at. Yeah. And exactly. that's why it can't be taken away. Right. Right. Obviously meetings can be taken away. Yeah. Uh, if I'm reliant upon a group of fucking humans, I'm so fucked. Yes, exactly. Right. If that was going to work, I wouldn't need, the the program of recovery exactly <laughs> but because I I always have with me now the program of recovery mm-hmm. you know even if I didn't have the literature I could get somebody through the steps just based oh, exactly. on how many times I've done them and yep uh, and taking other people through them right and nothing nothing even if that was gone like I still have a relationship with God and so that's going to be hard hard to get to that yep so uh, for I guess it's just I guess if we're just for, fortunate in that aspect.
1: Yeah, I'm really grateful that I've that I've been through the work and that, um, cause like for a while I did rely on a meeting attendance for a big part of my program and I think that's a kind of common thing in in recovery is to do that and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think you learn what you need and there's people who I really respect that attend way more meetings than I do yeah. and there's people that I respect. You know, we had Dan on the podcast, and he doesn't go to meetings at all. Yeah. And it's like, that dude's working a program of recovery and yeah. living a healthy spiritual life. And it's like, I'm drawn to both of those. And like, my program has a, a little bit of meeting attendance and a lot of working with people one-on-one. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think that'll ever change. You know, that's that's what I get out of it. And <clears throat> I've got a, a sponsee right now where we literally, we open the book for the first time to read the third step prayer. Mm, yeah. and then we closed the book back up, yeah. and then I started him on inventory, you know, yeah. and that was it, and yeah. it's like, that's a new experience for me, because typically I'm a little bit more book oriented, but with this guy, it's just more flow, and it feels right to just have conversations and discuss first step stuff, and how our behavior was, and what his experience is, and it's like, I don't know, for me, I'm just grateful that that, that is the solution that I have today, is to to work with people one-on-one, to have a relationship with God, and and to just keep, I can, I can do all of that.
0: Yeah. You know, for the yeah. last two
1: weeks, we've been, Yeah. AA has kind of been in a yes. frenzy, and it's like, I still wake up and do my morning prayer and meditation. I still do meditation halfway through my day at work. Yes. I still do a nightly review. You know, it's like, none of that's changed. You know, I still talk to people in the program. Yeah. You know, you and I talk a lot. I talk to other people a lot. It's like, just part of it.
0: All of those times that I thought like my 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 circle was too small, because yeah. it's just pretty much like you and Jeff, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'll talk to you know a handful of other people, right. You know, a little bit, moderately, mm-hmm. but all of the times that I thought my circle was too small, all of a sudden when the hit shit the shit hits the fan and the and the ways that people participate in fellowship started to become unavailable. Mm-hmm. Everything's golden because yeah. I don't have to do anything different. Right. It's fantastic. You're like, I'm good, man. Yeah. This yeah. is what I'm already doing. I talk to fucking three people. Yeah. Perfect. I talk to three me- three people and go to one meeting a week. Yeah, dude, exactly. Golden.
1: Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it's nice. It's um and again, the you know, I'm still on the AA hotline and if that thing rings, I'll pick up the phone and answer. You know, like there's still st- recovery stuff that goes on in my day-to-day life whether i'm at a meeting or not and so it's really nice to to be fortunate enough to to have that experience and i i would encourage anyone to to be open-minded to that experience too if if you're you're a meeting-based person and you're doing a lot of that right now you're in a hard spot you know find someone you can work with one-on-one and go through the work
0: yeah there's a guy that we because like so there's a part in the book where I was like you know like if if you can get a hold of it if you can't if like if one of us is unavailable this book itself may be enough right because mm-hmm. it's the direction guide and I know that one of the guys that we were gonna try and have on the podcast is just busier than shit and wasn't he was scheduled and then wasn't able to make it mm-hmm. Um he did he went through the work the first time in the jail cell um with the book. Mm. And he just read the directions as best as he could and um and read his four step to another inmate and uh, somebody that he trusted and it's a really cool story I probably shouldn't be telling in case we can get him back on. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty good shit. And so like um that's the thing that uh I don't know, like, I think that what you said, if you're that person and you've only had the meeting-based sobriety and now you're like, maybe maybe you're just coming along this podcast because you're, like, looking for Mm -hmm. recovery-related podcasts, trying to get connected, trying to get tuned in, something to replace that meeting. Like like Kyle said, find somebody and go through the steps, go through the works, find somebody that's been through it. Yeah. And uh, have that experience because it's a program of action. And then so then... I can take that action whether I don't have a, another person in my life. I mean, it's hard to do the 12th step without another person, but you know what I mean? Right. Uh, 1 through 11 anyway, man. I can, well, you got to have another person for a fifth step or a 10th step, but yeah, you but know what I mean?
1: Church, you can go talk to someone like there's there's a lot of illusions of like you need someone that's going to take you through the work. And you know, like if you read the big book, it doesn't say anything about getting a sponsor and Mm -hmm. that sponsor takes you through the work and that sponsor listens to your fifth step. It doesn't say any of that. It even says like, find a, you know, a clergyman or a priest and read your fifth step to that person. It just, you want to do it to someone that'll understand is all it says and understand what you're trying to do. And so it's like, I mean, I get, you know, I'm not, I've never been a person that doesn't believe in sponsorship. I'm a huge proponent of it, but it's like, in reality, to get through the work, there's very little amount of sponsorship needed. Yeah. <laughs> it's all action from me, the person that's going to go through it. Yeah. And then I have to find someone that'll listen. I have to do this, you know, so. And
0: as a sponsor, I'm just taking them. I'm just showing them my experience. I'm just giving them the direction. Yeah. Anyway. That as I see yeah. them, as I've been shown them or yeah. as I
1: perceive them or as I've done them or as, you know, some, some stuff that I do, I've kind of peeled it, peeled from you or from Jeff or someone and kind of turned it into like, this is but it's like in reality the book like you said people can go through it and the the really part the only part that requires another person for a while is a fifth step yeah and there's a lot of work to be done and again yeah. i'm never going to be a person that says you don't need a sponsor i firmly believe in it yes. but going through the work it's not a requirement that it's someone that will take you through all of it and read it all to you and do it like there's a lot of gray area there. It so.
0: suggests in the third step if you've got an understanding person to do that, you mm-hmm. know, right? And yeah. so do do, but it's better to meet this step alone than yeah with someone somebody. who
1: might misunderstand. Yeah, exactly. That's right. And so yeah,
0: again, it's all there pretty well in writing.
1: Yeah, it's all stuff that I have to do if I'm willing to to do it. It's stuff that I have to put in the effort to do. So,
0: And even in the 10th step, it's, it says we discuss this with someone immediately, but mm-hmm. it just says someone.
1: Yeah, exactly. It doesn't even have to be your sponsor. Yeah. And I mean, that's obvious, because you and I do t- 10 steps together, and neither yeah. of us sponsor each other, but...
0: I re- yeah. I should probably call my sponsor a little more. Maybe I'll just... I'll, I don't know, I'll text him a little bit later, but maybe... Yeah. Uh, you know, I and I vaguely... Like when when the fucking Jim, the car salesman, Mm -hmm. vaguely senses he isn't being any too smart when he takes the whiskey with milk. I was like uh, at some point I vaguely thought that when I was experiencing that fear over the fucking Mm -hmm. coronavirus, I vaguely thought that Maybe I should pick up the phone and do a 10-step with my sponsor, vaguely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Instead, I think I probably tried to fucking wind Jeff's watch because we can, we can have a lot of the same mm-hmm. thoughts about what's going on as far as the government's role in this. And yeah. <laughs> and could get together and get each other wound up a little bit. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think the, the thing is it's just like – uh because I don't reach out to my sponsor a ton either, honestly, but we meet regularly. When we meet, yeah. we do we go through work, whether it's, you know, actual step work or just work that he's been giving me of, like, maybe you should check this book out or listen to this or do that. You know, like, we meet and we do stuff, but I don't necessarily call him every time. And, you know, I think that's okay. It's For me, it's that willingness to reach out to someone and to follow the instructions. And, again, it doesn't have to be ty it can be you or jeff or whoever brian who's been on the podcast i talked to him a decent amount you know it's just
0: it is what it is so i'm i'm over here smiling because you're talking about your sponsor and i was talking about jeff and they worked together and the other the other morning um uh you know some stuff was happening again on the other side of the fucking country and i'm texting jeff about it and he's sitting next to ty at their work and he says Ty says he's like the retired businessman. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's so awesome. Lolling <laughs> l- 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 on the beach in Florida. Yeah, completely. Like, fuck you, fuck you from here, Ty. <laughs> this is really <laughs> so awesome. this is really important, man. Yeah, dude. This really matters. Yeah. You know, Ty love Ty. Yeah. The retired businessman. (laughs) Yeah,
1: he gives me stuff like that all the time. Or he always finds things. There's a part in the book, and I don't even know what page it is, but it talks about we avoid hysterical thinking. Yeah. And he reads that to me quite a bit, and I feel like I don't really ever have hysterical thinking, but he still reads it to me quite a bit, and is like, hey, man, just, like, we don't have to. Yeah. We avoid that stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, working with him, I think, has been a, a huge part of... My perspective Your laid changed. back attitude, you, yeah, yeah, and I, I think
0: that's what you're sort of hoping would happen with me and my sponsor, because he's they're they're peeing a pod those two, yeah, your you're, sponsor and my sponsor, yeah,
1: your sponsor's the most mellow, laid back, like serene guy I know. So I was I was thinking that. That might rub off on you. Not me, bro. It might, dude. I'm You're still.
0: <laughs> I did not avoid hysterical thinking <laughs> no, you this didn't. week.
1: That's hard, though. I get it's it. It's just funny. It's
0: just such a funny thing. It's like life just has a way of humbling me. I'm just like so sure, so so sure of my own serenity and my relationship with my God and my ability to deal with all things, you know, without fear and reliance upon God. And then uh, the inability <laughs> Two to, days fucking, later, yeah, the yeah. inability to put that shit into practice. Yeah, I'm like, dude. Oh, damn. Which is why good we had this podcast is so I can at least, you know, come out and talk about that thing. And not in a way that's like I'm the worst person ever, right. but in a way that I'm just like, uh, oh, perhaps it's time I come down a notch. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well and I think it's good to understand that that um, you know, like awareness of anything is I feel like almost the entire battle is just being aware that like I'm having hysterical thinking or or like for me being aware that, you know, I'm being selfish or whatever it is, you know, like the awareness is half of the battle or, or more, you know, because it's like, if I'm not even aware that I'm doing this, then none, I don't have a shot at being my behavior being corrected. So it's like, whether it's you right now over this last week or, you know, shit that I do on a regular basis. It's the awareness that comes from, Having a relationship with God and talking openly and honestly with someone about who I am and how I'm behaving like I gain awareness, which is a huge part of the whole puzzle. So,
0: well, it's I mean, so much of what we do is it's introduced to us as they lay out the third step to us, and that you know there might be this selfishness and self-centeredness, and then mm-hmm. we're made made aware of that when we write inventory, you yes. know, and then discuss it with somebody else, and and that can be we can experience more awareness in discussing it with somebody else. Or I have I've been like, oh, this is where I was this this and this, and while I'm talking to him, I was like, oh, and then this, yes. right, and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, The same thing in the 10th step and the same thing in the 11th step. If I'm reviewing my day, I get awareness in that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I keep doing this thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of that, of what we're doing in the step work is to help find that awareness so that we can um, take those things to God, right? Or be willing to be rid of them.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and there was, I remember vividly, that one time you picked this as a topic one time, and it's the only meeting I've ever been in where you where that was the topic, but you talked about like it's right in between steps ten and eleven, and it talks about like the vital sixth sense of God consciousness and stuff. and for me, like a lot of that is just awareness. you yeah. know what I mean is like that God consciousness is like the awareness that comes from continued tenth step work, continued ninth step work, of rigorous inventory and fifth step like. I get a lot of awareness and I get that God consciousness where like not only am I aware of my behavior or how I'm acting or how I might've fallen short. Like I'm also aware that like a power greater than me is going to be able to help me with this stuff and like that. And that, like that, that power is involved in everything that's going on. And so it's like, I don't know if I'm, rigorously practicing 10 and 11 and doing the thing and as as best as i can however that looks i stay in that awareness and i'm i'm more open to 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 those things and more encouraged by those things and if i'm not like i know for me if i'm not doing that then i'm i'm definitely resorting back to my old way of thinking and and that involves you know hysterical thinking and really self-centered behavior and like this is fucking this whole thing is fucking up my world and why why is my bachelor party gotta get canceled you know yeah. it's really easy to go back yeah, into yeah. that so it's like i just i gotta keep doing the thing daily so
0: that show that i was gonna see got rescheduled yeah in april mm-hmm. and uh, i wasn't as necess- i wasn't obviously i'm in the same boat with you i was like oh you know that i was looking forward to it and amber and i had a hotel and everything and mm-hmm. we were gonna make a weekend out of it and and so whatever i mean should happen <laughs> like um the thing was is the postpone the date they postponed it to is now a sunday and i was like well, yeah. now that's really now that's really a problem because i'm in bed at 9:30, yeah. and if i stay up past 9:30, it takes me three more days to recover mm-hmm. <laughs> i was prepared to see the show on the weekend you know on a saturday and have a whole day to recover but you
1: motherfuckers
0: but they only moved the show like 15 days back that's not gonna
1: no oh that's good that's not not bad at all, then.
0: It's going to get moved again. You think? In, fi- in 15 days from the days they moved it to, we're still going to be basement dwellers.
1: And it's going to be in May, then? Like early May? hmm Yeah, I May 10th. you might
0: be all right, dude. I won't be. <laughs> Whoever buys my tickets might be all right. <laughs> You're not going? I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, Too it's much a, hysteria, a dude. a big ask to fucking see a show on a Sunday night for this oh, old fucker. Dude, you could do it.
1: Megan and I have tickets to go see uh <clears throat> the Black Keys and Gary Clark Jr., <laughs> in july mm-hmm. and it's on a tuesday in red
0: rocks yeah but you're 30 i'm 76 <laughs> yeah. you're
1: 42 right is I that just right 43. Just turned 43 yeah. that's right yeah just like like a week ago two weeks ago
0: yeah about if, a month ago uh, yeah
1: <laughs> i just looked yeah like
0: three weeks no a month well over a month yeah you're right <laughs> five weeks Oh, oh, yeah, it was matters. your recovery
1: birthday. That was just a couple oh, weeks yeah, ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. I knew that. I have them both saved in my phone because I'm a good friend. Yeah. But,
0: yeah. Uh, yours is, I just know, sometime around Thanksgiving because I know you spend a lot of Black Fridays in jail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: my when I got sober was... I had a, my car accident was on black friday yeah yeah
0: so it's tough because if we could just have that fucking holiday on the same <laughs> yeah. day every year yeah then it would be easy yeah yeah you know, so oh. and then i also bought a i was also amber and i are supposed to be having easter at our house and maybe we will and maybe we won't mm. i mean that'll be up to the family and mm-hmm. what they decide as a group uh like yeah. i was all, i was afraid of not being able to have food for that so i went ahead and ordered that ham yesterday so Dude, yeah. i'll have that ham in plenty of time
1: i I feel like a lot of your um, fear is around not having enough food. <laughs> I,
0: I think it is. Yeah,
1: yeah. You don't even eat a lot of food. You eat like once a day and you eat the same thing. I, know.
0: I was like, as long as I've got butter and MCT oil, yeah. I'll probably be okay for yeah, a while. Dude.
1: you Yeah, you eat pulled pork
0: and... I know, and I've got a month worth Coffee. of that in the freezer, so <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Dude, I'm like,
1: <laughs> it's so funny that, yeah, you're like, oh, I need the ham, and we got a four I, dozen eggs. Honestly, and- <laughs> I think that
0: might be, I think it might be because I don't want to have to go back to eating carbohydrates. Like, oh, that makes sense. You know, I'm like afraid of running out of the right kinds of food. That
1: makes a lot of sense. I don't know if
0: I told you, but I did eat a pizza and brownies the other day. Yeah, dude, you oh,
1: called. Remember you oh, yeah. called me, and I oh, was like, God. dude, you were fucking falling <laughs> apart, man. You're full of fear. You're telling me how the world's collapsing. You're eating pizza and brownies. <laughs> I was like, what is going on with Aaron? Get out of that. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, I was like, dude, I, I don't go know. for a
0: walk or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, I got nothing for you, dude. Yeah, yeah I, in I
0: there, fucking bud. blamed him. I remember, two, I was like, I don't. Why did you? Why did you mention pizza brownies? Oh man, yeah, I she remember. Was like, yeah, she's like, you, e, dude, go back to work, please. Yeah,
1: I remember hanging up the phone. I was like, fuck, my he's <laughs> falling apart, dude. <laughs> I was like, jeez, they've
0: just locked all the New Yorkers inside their house, man. <laughs> yeah. It's martial law. It's oh, coming. Yeah.
1: That was so funny. But that makes a lot of sense actually around your food thing, because like for me, we've got so much food. And I can eat, I don't wanna eat whatever I want, but I can pretty much eat anything yeah. that makes, so I'm like whatever, we, we probably got 45 days of food if we yeah just start eating different stuff and I got a deep freezer full of meat, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that makes sense that you've got a limited amount of things you can eat and you're afraid that that's gonna run yeah. out. Yeah,
0: I would just hate to have to go back to eating carbohydrates again because I just feel so much better without them. Yeah, dude. And then um, the person that does our testosterone treatments called us yesterday and was like hey i might we not we're gonna get shut down for a while if you guys need this come get it and i just just, i don't i'm just willing to wait on that one so anyway
1: i might want to do that dude i don't think 30 do you do, do people get it when they're 30 uh if they have low testosterone they do but do is that the only way you get it
0: um, no, nah, I think I'd, at 30 you might want to, because what it happens if you get start doing this now, your body stops producing testosterone, oh, so then, with you, that, then. then you're, you're sort of stuck on it once you start. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause like, um. There's some people we follow on Instagram that I'm pretty certain are on the old TRT. They're so. on something, <laughs> yeah, man. dude.
0: They used to be skinny as fuck, and yeah. now they're shredded. I'm coming after that motherfucker, It Might dude. be the HGH, too. <laughs> yeah, dude. I looked into that. Yeah? Yeah. At the time, I wasn't organized enough, and I think that's a little harder to come by, human growth hormone. I would think so. And a little more expensive. Yeah, I would think so. But Although, this shit's not cheap.
1: No, I think Rogan's pretty open talks about being on TRT. Yeah. And he's been on it, but he's also like 50, so yeah. 52 or something. Yeah. So, yeah. But one guy, I don't want to toss no, him around there because it... I actually really uh, respect him. He's a beast, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's on
0: something. Because somebody asked him about a stack one time and he was like, whatever or something. Mm-hmm. He didn't really want to cop to it, so. Yeah. But he's jacked though. Who are you fooling? And he doesn't
1: weigh that much. <laughs> uh-uh. He posts things. He weighed 162 the other day.
0: Sheesh. He's, but he's shorter than me. Yeah. I yeah he he's shredded.
1: like 5'9, 160, but just like yeah.
0: jacked up, dude. That's crazy because I weigh 193 pounds. <laughs> yeah, dude. I
1: don't get how you're 190 pounds though. Because I don't feel like you're that much bigger than me, but you have 25 pounds on me. It's my head. <laughs> it's fucking huge It's gotta be your legs, dude yeah. I don't know what it is I don't know I weighed 171 the other day Penis weight I don't think that's it <laughs> That's like half a pound I had to <laughs> Yeah, I know uh, Anything else, dude? What else? We, uh, we're we supposed to have a guest next weekend Yeah, and,
0: and she's coming in remote So that should be alright Unless... Her, I'm sure her work's been pretty affected by it too mm-hmm. So... Maybe not We'll have a guest
1: know. on who... um, She... Works at the treatment center. Aaron and I both have a kid yeah. so, and she she knows Megan. So I'll we'll let her talk more about her story. But she's yeah. she's supposed to be next Sunday. Yeah, and then I don't think we have another guest on the schedule.
0: So we'll get some lined up.
1: Yeah, here in the next couple of weeks, it might be her, and then we'll try to find another remote one. But it might be you and I. So
0: it just goes in. Sp- Spurts. I just. I don't. I still don't really like asking people, and then I'll just all of a sudden. I don't know. I, I guess I've really been moved by the spirit because I didn't know Myra very well at all, and I was, something just told me to reach out and ask her, and yeah. so I did. And yeah. So I don't hers know. was good too. I
1: really like M- Megan. Loved Myra's. She yeah. was like, she sounds just like me. I was like, yeah.
0: Yeah, she she's awesome. She was one of the, my like my favorite Facebook saviors mm-hmm. this week because she got a new dog and was posting pictures of her and the dog in the in the lake, and I oh, was well. like, oh. Thank you.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: That's no, some normal.
1: Just normal stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just like. I think that'll happen. I think it'll calm down eventually. So hopefully.
0: Maybe we should have had her on the podcast last week talking about reliance upon God. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> Not living to live. Right. We think there's a different way. Uh, wait, wait, there may be I don't know, fucking fucked it up. Way to go, it fucked him out. Way to go. Wow, yeah. what a unceremonious ending to this fucking podcast. It sums us up pretty well.
1: So. Pretty much, we're fifty-one minutes in. We're good. Um, good enough. But yeah, we have guests next week. Um, I think we should do a fifth step step exploration sometime soon. Okay. I don't know why but I feel moved to do that one. So I read my
0: four step on the air. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure. I was thinking we could just talk about what it's like to to read a fifth step to someone and then get the other perspective of having been through the work, what's it like to listen to someone else's fifth yeah, step? Yeah, yeah. Because that doesn't get talked about nearly as much no, as man. the guy that reads it. Because that
0: can be a little awkward. There's just so much awkwardness to it. They're so fucking awkward because they're yeah. talking about shit they don't want to talk about. And you know, they're listening completely unobjectively. Like, mm-hmm. never, ever have I sat there and judged somebody God during no. a fifth step. But it can get a little awkward. Yeah. You
1: know, just... And, like, some people contribute a lot more. Like, some like some people listening will, like, talk more. Some people don't say anything, you know. Yeah. Like, so it's... um. I think that would be cool to to talk about that. Some so. people
0: stare at you with a scowl and disgust on their face.
1: Yeah. My first fifth step I like read... This. I read to a guy my first fifth step, and we, we were at a breakfast diner. And we just ate breakfast, and I read my fifth step to him. And he didn't say one thing except for one resentment I read. And he was like... Ooh, that's a good one. And then kept eating, and that was it. He didn't say another word the whole time, <laughs> okay. but it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was a good experience. Got the job done exactly. So
0: also, just remember that. Never mind. I'm not even gonna fucking talk about the thir- the ways to get the the CBD. <laughs>
1: the what? COVID nineteen. Yeah. Stay safe out there. You know. Stay stay out of the pollens. What a, if I could give any any parting advice? It would be do the exact opposite of what Aaron's been doing for the last four days, and I think you'll be all right. So.
0: <laughs> Definitely what you should probably do is be in the 24-hour news cycle at least 20 hours a day. Yep. Undersleep, don't exercise and eat poorly.
1: And what what did you tell me yesterday I was washing my truck and you you said uh that's like, where all
0: the cases are coming. Yeah, they're coming from the car washes. I said your face particles or something yeah. I called them. Yeah. I was your like, face particles mix with the power washer particles. Yeah. Mix with the air. And in my mind, you were using the car wash over on Carlson. So then all those air vapors go into those apartments over there nearby. You mm. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I wasn't
1: there, but yeah. I know what you're talking. I used to live over there. Yeah,
0: and you probably kill all those people in the apartments. Mm. And then we also established that it also comes from eye contact. Yep. So definitely don't make eye contact or tips with anybody yeah, don't touch tips. Nope. That's just for the fellas out there listening. <laughs>
1: and uh, not even
0: not even accidentally. <laughs>
1: not even once, dude.
0: And then uh also I told our friend uh our friend Kara who's not and 12 step recovery uh it's just a friend of Amber's I we told her I told her last night that it comes from the pollen's mm. and uh people with allergies are um, even more susceptible to get it so
1: and I think I told you yesterday the best way to stay safe is to touch at least three people in the face right yeah, yeah. so that's good advice breathe
0: in the same air yeah give some unwanted unwarranted mouth to mouth resuscitation yep nailed it and so um, we're definitely not affiliated with any medical groups either. God, no. <laughs> so, but parting
1: advice, do the opposite, Aaron. And I think everyone's going to be all right out there. Stay safe.
0: Get to the car wash and have some poly. Oh, oh.
1: we have emails and stuff, right? Yeah,
0: don't, don't email with us. Actually, yeah, you can email us angry if you want. Uh, RecoveredAFpodcast at gmail dot com. Yep, nailed it.
1: Or share if you want to talk about fifth step experience. Maybe we'll talk about it when yeah. we do our uh, maybe we'll, step exploration. Maybe we'll,
0: we'll read some listener emails on the air. Hell yeah! All right, and then uh, our... we have
1: an Instagram that we don't even use anymore, No <laughs> man.
0: That we don't. What well, we don't. What are we gonna do? Take a picture of ourselves in quarantine? Yeah, these are my feet. <laughs>
1: that would be good, dude shut up what is it though
0: oh it's recovered af podcast all right whatever dude uh instagram your quarantine pics yeah Tag, tag us yeah
1: tag us in your quarantine pics what you're doing to stay safe and sober out there
0: yeah riding your indoor bicycle yeah you can post that post that dr brett i saw was hitting some inside workouts too
1: your boy's just crushing miles dude yeah, keep hammering. You know what I mean. That's, a, That's yeah. what I'm doing.
0: That's one thing I can't do. I can't go to the gym. I wasn't going anyway. I was like, I ain't fucking going there. With you can the go God run outside though.
1: Diseases. We got a marathon coming up in a few months, dude. Oh my
0: God, whose idea was that? That was such a bad idea. It was
1: yours. God, it was what your idea, idiot? I am. And uh, thanks for that, because of course I'm like, sure I'm in. And now I'm like, ugh, four hours of running is a lot. Four. Well, for me, you probably do like six, but
0: six or seven. Oh, and then I heard on another podcast Oprah ran a fucking like four hour marathon one time when she was 40. Do you know Burt Kreischer? I'm like, now I gotta fucking beat Oprah too.
1: Burt Kreischer, the comedian,
0: yeah, the fat bastard that
1: takes his shirt off yeah, on the Oliver. machine. Yep. He ran a five hour and like twenty minute marathon. So if you can't so, beat that, dude. So five twenty is my goal. That's what you should strive
0: for. I think Oprah was like four and a half or something. I want to do that's a sub four. That's not real. That's not even a real thing. My goal is sub four. What would be ten minute miles? How how long a
1: marathon would that be? Two hundred and sixty minutes divided by sixty would be about four twenty. Four twenty. I. I'm trying to do eight minute miles. Eight thirty. <laughs> Eight thirty, so eight times twenty six under four hours. I know that.
0: So you carry the two. It's, it's about
1: three hours and fifty minutes. Red eighteen sub four. All right, we're done. Fuck off. Toodles.